Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the Talking Shop Podcast. That is Michael, your host from Medium Rare Cards, and I am Josh, your co-host from Grand Slam. What's up, Michael? Not much. How was your weekend? My weekend was really good, actually. Our few days prior, not so good. Uh, many of you have probably heard that... Uh, the shop was broken into on Wednesday Ooh. night. Boo. Second time someone's gotten into this place. So we have taken some extra measures this time and we have the place barricaded up to prevent, <laughs> prevent any future. But yeah, it was a your typical smash and grab before the alarm can go nuts. And, you know, they got a little bit of good stuff, but we'll survive. So that was, How was ha, have the perpetrators been so caught? There's one perpetrator. He has not been caught yet. Uh, we gave the police plenty of info to keep them busy for a little bit. We have a, a sneaking suspicion we uh, know who it is, but mm. we'll leave that to the authorities and we'll just uh, take care of ourselves. Keep on, keep on keeping on. There were a couple shows this weekend, but before we get into that, let me say hello to a couple folks in the chat. Cold, dark, and empty. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Yo. And warm. he said, yeah, he said, so Brady did retire and he's volunteering. Well, not volunteering because he wants you to hire him to be nighttime security. I've always thought you should get like a shop dog like a big rottweiler have you ever seen that show the old man with jeff bridges i have so here's we we even discussed this because yes. that would probably solve some issues but with motion sensors because we have motion sensors down mm -hmm. here at the shop the dog would literally have to stay still all night. <laughs> that's not a fun life for a dog no uh facebook user one says good evening fellas and then facebook Evening, uh, Facebook user two says, What's up, fellas? Squirrel, they got me. Laugh out loud, lol. <laughs> too soon. Um, so there were a couple shows this weekend one on Saturday, which was the Spartanburg show. We'll get to that, and then another one in Winston Salem on Sunday, sort of competing shows, but not at the same time, which I think is smart. If you're a promoter out there, that's smart. Um, what, what did you hear about the Spartanburg show? Uh, so we, I had two of my guys at the Spartanburg show, um, with a couple helpers. So I heard it was fine. Uh, that was the, you know, kind of the feedback I got from them. Not bad, not overwhelmingly good, but it was fine. They hit the goal. We kind of have a goal in mind that we like to hit at the shows and they hit that. So we considered it a success. Nice. Um, nice. I, a, a couple of my buddies that usually set up there said it was extremely busy. Uh, foot traffic was uh, extremely busy. Any reports back on what people were asking for or buying from your guys? No, we did sell um, some bulk stuff, like a lot of like bulk autos and mem cards, kind of nice. like low end, but you sell enough of them to one person, then, um, yeah. But no, just kind of the typical, a uh, little bit of everything. Now, did they did did the guys that you send were they able to pick up anything as if 
as if they were, I'm sure they had a little bit of agency, a little bit of leeway as your guys, but did they pick up anything nice? Uh, no, I think they were, they were kind of stuck behind the tables. I don't know. I don't think they did a whole lot of shopping personally or professionally. So okay. um, a buddy of mine, let me uh, get, let some, um, a secret out, uh, a buddy of mine, he sets up at these shows and, uh, if you're listening, um, Carolina cards, this is, um, hopefully this isn't a trade secret. I'm giving it away to all seven people who are alive right now. He, he sets out these, um, like these nice, uh, patch autos from like flawless collegiate football and, um, or flaw, you know, flawless or national treasures, collegiate football. I mean, they are nice, like one-on-ones. And we just talked about this last week that, you know, the college stuff just, just doesn't do well on the resale. And I ask him, I'm like, Hey, do, do people buy this stuff? And, and he sort of leaned in and he was like, I don't put it out there. So people buy it. I put it out there. So people bring it to me. So hmm. he puts cards in his showcase that, that he puts out there so that people bring him cards like that. I thought that was fascinating for for what what's his end game i guess that would be my question like to keep them personally or yeah just that's like- he that's how he builds his pcs his pcs and uh, because he's on the other side of the table it sort of gives him an opportunity to get a great price on these things so nice. i just thought that was so hunting for stuff it's a great idea so i didn't know whether or not so that's guys that's free for coming tonight you guys can you can use that the next time you set up at a show. So, <laughs> well, there's, um, one, there's one coming up. Uh, Raleigh? No? Yeah, Raleigh is a little bit in the near future. You're at that so, one. Yes, I am. I'm setting up at the Raleigh show. So please, 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 if you're in the Raleigh area, come find me at the Raleigh show. I'll be wearing, I'll be wearing a Grand Slam shirt one of the days. I don't know. If, if the boss the owner of grand slam could possibly get me another one i'd wear one he can only wear one at a time but both days how about that um no there's two coming up next week there's one in um in the same place that uh you went uh about a month ago it's in uh salisbury salisbury yeah next week but there's trade night next week spoiler alert and I did um, hear I did hear that that one is sold out actually. Yeah. So I will if I go to that one it will be as a spectator not as a dealer. Uh and then the big one in Raleigh it's a two-day show. But um Mackie I did we'll not Mackie says he's close to Raleigh so we're going Nice. Mackie gonna, come yeah. see me man. Especially with that new soccer you're picking up. <laughs> um and then uh so if anybody in the chat uh, went to the Winston Salem show. I would love to hear about that. I, I had every intention of going out there, uh, but did not make it. I had quite, quite the honeydew list. You ever get the honeydew list, Josh? I often get the honeydew list. So my honeydew list involved, and don't tell Susan this. I don't know if she'll ever listen to this episode. <laughs> involved putting together furniture. What is your take on furniture putting together ing? I am oh putting just building it? 
Oh, I despise buildings. Oh, thank you. I thought you were going to come at me like, you know, what's the big deal? What's the big deal all day? It's just furniture. I hate putting furniture together. Especially, especially like if the, if the instructions are like really like ambiguous and fuzzy, but I will tell you this, I put together like a workstation for her in her office and in, I, I wish I had it, but I think we threw them away in the instructions. And the second line of the instructions said, depending on skill level, this will take two to four hours. So feel free to take a break and enjoy a beverage of your choice. <laughs> Right on the instructions. I was like, these are the best instructions. Yeah, that's when you know that thing's going to be a nightmare. They're already warning you. But it's the first time in my lifetime that I finished and didn't have any parts left over. So. Congrats. Uh, it's like it's like birthdays and Christmases. That fun part's over. Now I got to build everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, let me... When they get older and they just want shoes and clothes. <laughs> yes. Electronic. Makes it, makes it easy. Jennifer chiming in. What's up, Josh? Uh, Mackie, happy wife, happy life. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Um, and just uh, before I get into the rundown, we're, we're, we've got some sound effects going on. Jacob is behind the seas, scenes uh, running the soundboard. So if you hear some music, that is... That's us. That's not somebody that uh, around that's actually coming from the show. So we are going to uh, try to level up the production value here. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. So let me just do the quick rundown. The rundown is something we do in case you're here for the first time. Uh, sort of the format for the show. Uh, we're going to get into the opening rip here in a second. We're going to talk about a small football game that's going to be happening this weekend. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about, and, and we're gonna, I'm just going to tee this up for Josh. He's going to talk about a certain person retiring. So we're going to give a little moment of silence there. Um, new in the shop. Uh, we're going to go behind the counter, talk about trade night, exciting news for trade night. And uh, hopefully you guys ignored the first social media post that I put out there with the wrong date on it. The right date is there. I know. Um, we're going to go into some hobby advice and listener questions. I'm going to talk about, is it, is it better to be likable or relevant in the hobby? Uh, Car from the vault products coming to the shop next week. And then as usual, crazy stat of the week but first the opening rip josh who do you got yes yes yeah a little back can you hear me the background noise was cutting you out of the background music <laughs> i this is this game makes me nervous. I don't have a dog in the fight, but the Chiefs and Mahomes, I guess, would be my dog in this fight because uh, I have a few investment pieces of Mahomes. So I'm pulling for him and the Chiefs. Um, I still maybe wrongly think the Eagles are a little bit of a smoke and mirrors, but I could be completely wrong because it seems like they just keep rolling. So I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm going Chiefs. 
but it won't surprise me either way. And if the Eagles pull it off, I mean, more power to Jalen Hurts. It would be because he he kept them rolling and he had a good game. So that ain't bad for the hobby either. Another 2020 quarterback to chase. It's it's nuts how suppressed Jalen Hurts's prices still seem to be based yeah. on based on what he's done what he's done this year. Um, there's a there's a content creator out there in the hobby named uh, his channel's Neo Sports Cards and Comics or Comics and Sports Cards. Great channel, check him out. But he did like an analysis on Jalen Hurts cards, and it was fascinating how if this was any other player, mm-hmm. uh, he would be it would be his prices would be through <coughs> the roof, especially because of what he's accomplished this year. Um, I just watched the highlights of the 49ers uh, Eagles game. Uh, and it's a shame. It was a shame. And I, the highlights, it was the highlight package where they were mic'd up. So if you, if you yeah. haven't seen it, go watch it. It's awesome. Is it where uh, Kittle asked Purdy if he can throw left-handed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it was, it was great. Um, it almost, it sort of makes me want to be a George Kittle collector. He's got some personality uh, or he's, he's, he's likable. Yeah. You like that, but it. I if they had a do, uh, that's a game I would love, like a mulligan or a do. Yeah. because that's why it feels a little cheap with the Eagles. Yeah. It's kind of like they didn't get the full force of the 49ers. Yeah, but doesn't mean that they would have lost. Either, no, so. it doesn't mean they're not a great team. But golly, it's just so hard to to root or to bet against Patrick Mahomes at this point. Have you? I haven't seen anything with regards to his ankle. Is he? I saw him say that it's one game and he's going to lay it all on the line, so the ankle shouldn't be an issue because he's going to he's got all off season to recover if he mm-hmm. tortures it. But he did say it's going to be in a much better place than it was last game. Oh, so yeah, which naturally two weeks more of healing. So I yeah, I think he's going to be pretty close to just fine. I'm, you know what? Just to be contrarian, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Eagles to win, even though it's hard for me to bet against uh, old Patrick Mahomes. I'm, I'm <coughs> gonna say it's the Eagles, and if I had to put a score on it, I think I think if it's a like a a high scoring game, the Eagles have a shot. But if it if it's a grind. Then, then I think the Chiefs pull it out at, at you know, sort of just wear them, wear them down. But we'll I think it's going to be a, you know, a, you know, a 28, 31 game, you know, something like that. I think it's going to be, that's my, that's my prediction. Oh, uh, it's a, then a blowout. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I said that wrong. 31, 28 Chiefs is kind okay. of my prediction. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go that route too. Probably same score, you know, thirty-one twenty-eight um, Eagles. So uh, with, you know, it's a it's a field goal at the end to win. So I'm just hoping it's a good game. Yep, I so, think it will be. I, I I think it will be. So um, drop it in the chat who you guys think is gonna win this weekend's game and a couple of some predictions as far as scores, and we'll read those out. Um, Garrett, but, Garrett's pulling for Patty Mahomes like me there in the chat. So. Yeah. Um, right, all right. Garrett. 
Let's let's talk about the next. Oh, what is that? Mackie has a question, which is time. Yeah, back. I've been wrestling with that. I might, maybe I would do one. I don't know. It's uh, I really just wanted to not have to fight with that stuff, Mackie. <laughs> you know, so. So in case you guys, I don't know if it flashed on the screen, Mackie was wondering if there was to be a Super Bowl squares. block or squares this year. So TBD, or is that a hard no on that, Josh? I really love doing them, and we've got the software now where you could just grab your own spot probably, but probably not, but maybe a little TBD. We'll see. Okay. I'd have to do something by tomorrow, probably by tomorrow night, yeah. or, or it'd have to be pretty cheap, like ten bucks, ten dollars squares or something. Um, all right, so on to the next, the second half of the the opening rip here, and Jacob, if you could tee up the music, um, Josh, a certain a, a certain player retired, and and I just want to give, I want you to give your take on on this. So, the floor is yours, Josh. Hit me like a ton of bricks. I turned on ESPN, and there he was. The goat on the beach, breaking my heart's in a dream. My hopes and dreams. Being a quitter, quitter. Can't play a couple more years. Wasn't doing his underwear ads now. Have <laughs> you seen those? Oh. I can't believe it. Uh, somehow I'm going to survive. But, that, uh, what's that mean for your collection, Josh, uh, your Tom Brady collection? What, what does that mean for it? And I've only got, uh, I've only got one. No, it's not that. It's this. Oh my goodness. The only problem is I'm not going to sell anything. So uh, nothing changes there. But yeah, so Facebook user says, Did you buy the sand that was on eBay? I love that. Someone bottled up the sand where he was sitting at when he retired or announced his retirement on Facebook or on social media. <laughs> And uh, they matched up the background and where he was at, and they were selling the the sand for like unbelievable <laughs> five grand or something like that. Unbelievable. So, um, in all seriousness, I am uh, surprised. I am truly surprised. The I first mean, time, yeah, the first time didn't smell right. Something just wasn't right about it, you know. And then this time, it, it feels feels for good. So I'm a little. I am bummed. The good thing is he's still gonna have cards and product for a while. So. But I really thought he would he would maybe hand pick a team, um, and make make one more run at it, and at least pad them stats, some career stats, even more. But stay tuned for our stat crazy stats. Crazy stat of the week. Yeah, because mine involves Mr. Brady, and to go along with it, I have a trivia question for you involving Mr. Brady. Glad we got the buzzer, wrong answer, sound effect teed up for that. Facebook user asks, do you, you think they will make a limited edition for his underwear? I, I hope not. I hope it's not a relic card. But 
Facebook, Facebook user says it's time to start collecting Patty. You know, you're not wrong. I've started to dabble a little bit in it, but I want to keep collecting Brady because they're going to keep making his cards, you know? Um, so, so correct me if I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> he's got, yeah. He's got a contract now with Fox, right? It's a 10 year contract. 365 million, I believe more than he made in his whole career playing football. That's another crazy stat right there. I contract wise, right? He, he, he's not going to get it. No, no one's going to get better than Tony Romo. Right. As far as, as hey. commentating. I mean, you can't tell me that Brady doesn't know the same things Romo's calling out there on the field. If not twice as better, twice as good. And he's got the, accolades that Romo does not have. And I like Romo. I think he's, I think he was a great quarterback and I think he's a great commentator, but it's the goat. He's not going to be used by anybody. Yeah. I'm just, you know, is that the expectation then? Like, like, because it's Tom Brady, like I, you know, I had no expectations for Tony Romo when he got behind the microphone. Right. Yeah. And then now, and, and then, now he's like predicting every almost every play, especially in the red zone. He's like, "Yeah, they're going to do this," and it happens. Is that the expectation for Brady now? Is that just because he's the goat on the field, he's going to be the goat everywhere else? I think, I think, I think he's going to be polarizing in a good way because you really don't ever hear a whole lot from him. He's always been very cookie cutter answers, yeah, and his opinions. So you're going to have him in the booth like Romo, being able to kind of Kind of peel back the curtain a little bit, maybe see a little bit of his personality. And I think it's going to really open some people's eyes that he's not as bad a dude as you think, or as boring, boring a dude as you think. So, and before we move on, uh, I do hope because he's the goat, because he's sort of untouchable. Uh, I, I, I know that you don't watch golf. I watched a lot of golf back in the day. And there was this guy that was a commentator. I loved him. Uh, his name is Johnny Miller. And he was not shy about calling players out, especially if they choked. Like, you don't hear commentators say, especially in golf, that, man, that guy just choked. I wonder if Tom Brady is going to be like, you got to be kidding me. Any any high school quarterback can make that pass. I, I'm hoping he has the, the latitude to be able to say, what's he thinking? That's... Th- you know, he's a professional quarterback. He shouldn't be throwing that pass or just see a little bit of that. I hope so. That's my hope for him is that he drops the hammer and he's not, and he's so revered that other players that he, because you hear some commentators talk about it, that they're not very quick to criticize players because they're, you know, it's part of the club. So you got to be sort of easy. Hopefully Tom is just like, Nope, I'm the goat. I've earned it. Yeah. I've earned it. If you make a crappy pass, I'm going to call you out on it. Or if an uh, offensive coordinator doesn't drop the right play that he, he absolutely hammers them. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's the case. Uh, Facebook user. Did you know that Brady was the last active athlete to be drafted by the Expos? That's actually true. Yeah. So I think he's the, now he's the last Expos pick to retire. That's nuts. Believe it or not. Yeah. Now that's a fake. I've seen that card. That's a fake card, right? That's a fake card, but I think it's based on the fact that he was technically drafted by the Expos. 
Well, maybe they're not. I am looking forward to seeing him in the booth, and I am sure the rest of the league is looking forward to life without Brady because now it opens things up a little bit. Yep. So now, now it's kind of like, where's Aaron Rodgers going to go? That's the. There you go. Where, where's the next domino to fall? So another discussion for another night. Josh, let's talk about what's coming to the shop this week. It's a bit light, but there's yep. still yep. some new product that I, I, mean, yep. I know you're wanting to talk about. Yep. So this arrived to us today, and I think it was a maybe a Friday release um, because of a snowstorm in Texas, believe it or not. It was delayed because our distributor has a warehouse out of Texas. But Prism Graphics Baseball. Nice. Yeah, these are five autograph hobby boxes. They're 100 bucks a box, so it's not super expensive. Um, that's in the shop today. And then... Um, uh, what we uh, leaf exotic football looks really cool. We, you know, we love leaf products and they do a great job in our opinion. That comes out Friday and that should be really cool and not crazy expensive. Um, any backfill product? Well, I've had to backfill a little bit with some theft, as we know. So, I, oh, shoot. Uh, that's right. But yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Um, okay. just Villains of some of the past releases just to keep the shelves full. And then, um, yeah, we'll talk what's coming next week uh, in a little bit. Yeah, it's a quite a list next week, so I can't wait to talk about that. Before we leave uh, doing the shop, and I, I said this last week, don't sleep on the Prism Draft Picks baseball product, especially if you like college uniforms. We talked about that last week uh, about college uniforms, but um, – this is a licensed product. Traditionally, you think baseball and Panini that it's not yeah. licensed, but this is a licensed product, guys. Yeah. So uh, you're going to get the college uniforms. You're going to get the college logos. So it And it's a good-looking product. The Prism product this year, despite some of its uh, quality control, is a good-looking product. So come out and, yep. and I mean, break hey, open a couple five, of those. Five autos for 100 bucks. Yes. Plus some other stuff, yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Will those Prism draft boxes be up on the website soon, Josh? Oh, you know what? So with the when we got broken into and we had lots of random stuff stolen, I think we pulled the website down just temporarily. Mm. I'm going to go back through. I'll have to re-inventory and get it back up there. But private message me if you want one. I can always email an invoice, ship you whatever, break it live, whatever you want. $99.99 a box, just private message me, whoever Facebook user is. And hopefully that website will be updated and back online very soon. Mackie chimed in about, um, about Brady. You can collect Jack Brady in a few years. He'll be, he's playing football now. How old is Jack? He looked like he was teen, preteen, you know? Are you kidding me? Didn't he? Yeah. I mean, they, they show little pictures of him out there practice running around with his dad. And yeah. Wow. Uh, Jacob just reminded me on the YouTube uh, channel uh, that there was a leaf um, break that he posted. So Hall of Fame cut signatures blasters. Uh, he and he uploaded that video yesterday. So check that out on yep. the uh, YouTube channel. So that is what is new in the shop. Now let's talk about. Uh, let's step behind the counter and talk about what's happening next weekend. Josh, tell us about trade night. All right, exciting stuff. So 
as you know, uh, trade nights are getting busier and busier, and it feels like the store is getting smaller and smaller. And so after last trade night, I, I made an executive decision and said, this we're running out of space for this trade night. And so um, I attend church at Woodhaven Baptist Church, which is literally like three minutes from the shop. And so we have permission to use the gym that night on February 18th. So it's going to be our little nighttime trade night card show, free admission. Um, there's also a family in our church that is uh, trying to adopt a baby, and there's a lot of expenses involved. And so I said, hey, let's kill a couple birds with one stone. We'll get a bunch of room for trade night. And if people want to pay 10 bucks and rent a table, and you can lay all your stuff out on your own table with plenty of space. Uh, we'll take all that money give it to the family to help with adoption expenses. So we help ourselves out. We do a good thing. Um, I'll ha we'll advertise it some more up until then, but uh, six to nine over at the church, right near the shop, tons of space. Don't eat dinner, come and eat there. I think there's going to be like hot dogs and chips and soda and everything for sale uh, for cheap. And that, that money also will go to that family as well. So just a, a, a way to do trade night with a lot more space. And treat it like a little mini card show, and I think that would be fun. And so, for ten bucks to get your own table, and you know, you might sell more or trade more because it's not shoulder to shoulder. A lot of the times, at trade night, I can't get across the room to look at stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy, but I think it really will help. I think it's it. When you told me about this idea, it's the I was angry about the fact that I hadn't thought of it first. It's the fantastic idea to get us out of the shop uh and get us into a larger venue and then it's benefiting a family I, I love that let me ask you a couple questions so will we still be able to bring um grading submissions to this trade night even though it's not at the shop do you want people still being able to drop things off absolutely yep we're, we're taking stuff in every day and submitting it to psa and and some other companies so yep that won't change we'll just fill out the paperwork there bag it up and bring it back to the office here so that doesn't change Thank fantastic um and then jacob is asking um any idea the cap on how many tables will be available for that evening it's as many as you need. <laughs> you know so, I mean? I mean, if I had to, if I had to ballpark guess it based on how many people are setting up, 20 to 30, 20 to 30. Yeah. And I think we have tables. I think we have access to 40 or 50 tables. Um, you know, and two buddies that don't have a whole lot of stuff, five bucks a piece. Yeah. And, uh, you know, split a table just so you have a spot to lay your stuff out at and have a spot to crash. I mean, it's going to, I mean, come on, just pay the 10 bucks and help someone out because it's going to be awkward. You know, obviously you can carry your stuff around and set it down on someone's table if you want to show them and they're not going to probably care, but let's, let's go the extra mile, pay 10 bucks. It's not going to the shop. It's going to the family and get your own table. And, you know, if you don't want a table and you just want to give them 10 bucks, then do that as well. Get a table for someone else. But, uh, that's awesome. Seven, Seven cards ask table size. They are your typical six foot white plastic tables. Um, there is a few eight footers there, but not nearly as many. So if someone really wanted an eight footer, we could make that happen. We're going to bring a bunch of the, because my fear with this was on trade night, I want to sell some product. 
you know, I am a store that needs to do some business. And so we're going to load up a bunch of wax and take it there at closing time before opening time. So um, if that's a question like, man, I wanted to go, but I wanted to buy some wax that night. It'll be at the gym as well. So yeah. Uh, Speaking of wax uh, and this is spoiler alert, top series one comes out next week uh, and you are set to, to, to run one heck of a deal for trade night with that. Correct. Yes. So uh, that launches the 15th and trade night is the 18th. Um, So obviously come to the shop on the 15th and you can buy it. We'll have a very competitive price. So don't think you're going to be at hosed at the shop. Price (laughs) will be good there, but we do want to do like a doorbuster type price on that product as well that night. So if you can stand waiting three days after release to trade night to buy your top series one you'll get a really good deal um jumbo or hobby but uh you'll still get a more than fair really good price if you come the day it comes out or the day after so nice that'll be one uh, of the little doorbuster things let me get caught up a little bit derek is saying it's going to be peyton's son and brady's son in the future can yeah. you can you imagine the storyline there, the worst mm-hmm. shot in basketball. How is the submission account progress going? So that's a great question. It's being worked on literally almost every day. I think it's getting close to where customers will be able to log in. The only reason we haven't been like hardcore super because you're looking at a 65 business day turnaround for your cards and they've only been gone for a week or two or whatever it's been. And so We've got some time before really we're going to start wondering the status of those things, but it's getting close. We don't want to push it out until the bugs are worked out of it, but it's going to be awesome. You'll be able to log in, look at the cards that you submitted, um, keep track of them that way. When Panini pushes out updates to us, they'll get pushed out to you and you can go privately look at your own cards and see the status. So it's going to be really cool. I did notice just now the XR break did fill, so... I got that buzz on my phone, so I'll have to see when I'm breaking that. That's probably going to have to be tomorrow because I've been here all day. But Yeah, let's let's give Josh a, a break. Tomorrow early during the day. So we're not there you go. Midday. Um, Eric says, Josh, are out-of-staters able to send you submissions? Not sure I'd trust my local guys to handle some of my stuff. I had problems with them before. Mm. Yes, the answer is yes. You can ask Ed. Ed hasn't popped on tonight yet but ed has sent us a few packages that we've sent off for grading as well we are fully insured with some high limits so no worries there but if you can get them to us safely then you'll be in good hands and you're more than welcome to do that fantastic for sure we've been all right sweet stuff some really nice stuff and we're probably we've been doing it a couple weeks and we're probably on the I mean, over 500 cards submitted, I'm sure. Wow. Yeah. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And, and it's climbing fast. We took another probably 50 to 60 cards in today. So fantastic. So you heard it here. Even if you're not local, um, reach out to Josh. He'll, they'll be able to give you instructions on how to get them your grading submissions. So, um, <clears throat> or, all right. To the meat of the program here, well, at least what was on the thumbnail, um, for our first sort of question in the hobby advice listener question segment, is likability 
more important than relevance in the hobby? Josh, um, what say you? Um, so this is the two really go hand in hand when it comes to value of the cards. So when you first posted this, my thought, what my thought immediately goes to the players that are really good and their cards should be more valuable than they are, but because the guys are jerks, their cards just aren't worth that much. Right. Manny Machado as an example. <laughs> I like I like guys with that attitude, but it does affect their likability affects their collectability. And I think LeBron stuff would be noticeably higher if he wasn't political. That's a great point. He gets involved with his causes and it rubs a lot of people the wrong way. And you don't know how many times, and I've said it a dozen times myself in the shop about buying a LeBron card or say, hey, you got a LeBron card for sale? I love buying and selling LeBron cards, but I can't stand him. And <laughs> I hear that all yeah. the time. Even from people that are buying his cards. Yeah. I can't stand the guy, but you know, it is what it is when it comes to the hobby. I just think his prices would be considerably higher if yeah. you if he had that boring Tom Brady like personality, you know, just always say the right things and be boring yeah. about it. But so uh, the reason why uh, I thought that we could talk about this and Jacob, if you could pull, share, share your screen and, and bring up the graphic Kyrie Irving. And I've, I've talked about him before. When I first got into the hobby, he was one of the guys I collected because I didn't realize that likability played a part in value in the hobby. I just thought, you know, I was, yeah. a Duke, I was a Duke guy he plays a beautiful brand of basketball, um, but he, nobody likes the guy. He just gets in his, in, in his own way. He's got foot and mouth disease half the time. And then I wanted to compare him to a guy that seems like everybody likes him, and, and that's Clay Thompson. They both came out of the same rookie class in 2012. Mm -hmm. And just because Clay Thompson was likable in my mind, and plays alongside Steph and wins all these championships, my my ignorant brain just assumed that statistically he was way better than Kyrie Irving. I couldn't be that couldn't be any further from the truth. So what you're looking at here is I, uh, thank you, thank you for appreciate that. Um, at landabasketball.com it's fun, you know if I, if you just click or or type in in google one player versus another player in basketball this this thing just pulls them up and compares them and so this is Kyrie Irving versus Clay Thompson and so obviously championships are going to go towards Clay but uh, Kyrie has played longer um uh, certainly Clay Thompson has won more, uh, playoff games, but Kyrie has the edge in all-star games in all NBA team, uh, voting, uh, Kyrie won rookie of the year. Keep scrolling. And this is where I was just, I, I was shocked. I just thought Clay Thompson was, had more points per game. Nope. Rebounds per game. Nope. Assist. Nope. Steals. Nope. Uh, 
around the same blocks. Total points career-wise, rebounds the same. Assists, Kyrie. Steals. Still Kyrie. Uh, yeah. Still Kyrie. Field goal percentage, three-point percentage. Yes, it's Clay. He's a splash brother, but it's close. And free throw percentage, Kyrie. Clearly, statistically, if you just took a tally, it's Kyrie is a is a far better basketball player. And in my little brain, I could not think that way just because Clay Thompson's a more likable guy. What are your thoughts on this, Josh? I mean, it's there's a reason why you can be a cancer like Kyrie demand a trade and a few teams will line up for him. And that's why, I mean, he yeah. is a good purely basketball. He's a good player. Um, yeah. He he's out there with his stuff and uh, he's, he's typically not good for a team. And then I'm, I don't have a basketball team, but if you had a gun to my head for favorite team, it's Mavericks. Cause yeah. I like Luca. Luca's my favorite player. And so um, to see him go there, my first reaction is sweet. I mean, everyone says Luca just needs a little more help. He just needs another person. But um, you just pray that he's not going to be a cancer to that team and it's just going to be issue after issue. But yep. you got to think at some point he's going to find a spot, you know, and land and it's just going to fit. And maybe that's in Dallas. So yeah. I'm excited to see what happens. But yeah, well, let's is. look at let's look at a couple like real card values here. So Jacob, if you could just tee up, uh, I don't know who you have up first, but Kyrie. This is Kyrie's rookie card from 2012 Prism, an iconic basketball set. This is a PSA 10, and you would think that somebody that that was that much better than than Clay Thompson would command a higher price. So. Here's Kyrie Irving's uh, just base prism PSA 10, which I I'm shocked it's this low. Yeah, 224. And so Jacob, if you could pull up Clay's first year prism too, first year prism. Uh, so that ignore that first one. That's for a silver, which is a beautiful card. But the second one there is the base prism 325. It's a hundred, nearly a hundred dollars more. Yeah, and so. I mean, Likeability means something. Absolutely. So clearly championships play a part in this. You can't ignore that. But likeability certainly plays a part of it. Jacob just pinged me in the private chat. You know, if you look at his stats and what he, he, um, and he said it, he said it in the chat that Tim Tebow is super likable, but his card values aren't very high. There is a market. There is a clear market for Tim Tebow cards because of. And keep in mind, keep in mind, you have to pair the likability also with the playability. I mean, the play. So we've established Clay and Kyrie are both really good players. And Clay is more valuable on likability. Tebow is, has likability, but he doesn't have that. I mean, I, Obviously, you don't, you can't not like Tim Tebow, but he's not, he's not that good of a of a NFL quarterback. You right. know, he had some splashes where, but he's not going to go down as a as a all time great football player. So, yeah, you can be really likable, and your cards aren't worth anything because you're just not one of the top players. Right. Or you can be a top player and your cards aren't worth anything because you're not likable. Right. I'm telling you, man. Bryce Harper, I think, has a little bit of that built in too. 
I'm trying to think, can you name some players that are just not likable, but are really good? Oh, Machado Barry. comes to mind. Barry right? Bonds. Barry Bonds. Yeah. I mean, Barry Bonds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, the steroid guys, you just right. got to, you're going to. Every, everybody on any of the Pistons teams in the 90s. And they embraced it. They they wanted to be the bad boys, yeah. right? What about current players, current, uh, current, current players. You, you touched on it. There's Machado. There's a little bit of that with Bryce Harper. Um, you know, football wise, he did not have a a really really bad season. But Aaron Rodgers ended up not being very likable this year for some reason, and. and, well, he- and Kind of always been that way, a little yeah, dramatic. like gruff, yeah, a little, little uh, selfish. Yeah, yep. Um, you know, JP uh, has chimed in. Um, you know, Freddie Freeman, uh, likable, but doesn't carry a lot of, of value. Mackie chimed in on the whole Tim Tebow thing. Tell a Florida Gator fan that you know Tim yeah. Tebow may be the greatest college quarterback that ever lived, uh, but in the pros, if you stuck, if you put his stats up against a guy like Mark Sanchez. I think they had the same amount of playoff wins. Yeah. And Tim Tebow's cards are way more valuable than Mark Chan- Sanchez's card because he's he's probably more likable and he transcends the sport. Uh um it's Cobb think of uh Brady's value if he didn't have so many quote unquote controversies. What kind of controversies did Brady have? Oh. Uh, ones they manufactured because they hated it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. You know, you know, the, you, know my, knew it. you know, my favorite thing to say to people about Spygate when they bring up Spygate, they were recording. I said, I always say this. Do you know that it was legal to record the practices and that they got in trouble because they were recording from the wrong end? <laughs> Don't even buzz me now. <laughs> And and people will people will stop and go, uh, oh really? Like you just think they were recording their practices. Well, you're allowed to. You just can't from a certain view or a certain angle. And that's what the Patriots were caught doing. So then you start digging that up, and you're like, okay, that's pretty, that's pretty chintzy. And then Deflate Gate is laughably Here stupid. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so I gave you the buzzer. I gotta just have fun with this. So so big. After my after my round of defense. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm glad we were able to unpack that. You know, it's just th- this is why I'm the worst um, the worst fantasy football player in the history of fantasy football is because I can't. If I like a guy, I'm going to pick him in fantasy football, and I know that statistically somebody else should get picked before a guy. So um, let's move on. We've got a couple questions that I do want to hit before we get to card from the vault. Uh, Jacob, can you throw the first one up there? And it's so funny. You and I did not talk before I dropped this into uh, the chat here. I sent the wrong card to someone on accident. I'm assuming this is on eBay. How do I handle this? Yeah, and we just thought that was funny because we're in the at the shop here. We're in the exact middle of that scenario. Because so <laughs> we've been selling pretty heavily on eBay, and so a bunch of cards go out every day. And yeah, one person got 
the other person's and the other person got the if other. If you person. sell on eBay long enough, this is going to happen. Yeah. So you hope what happens is what happened with us. We reached out to both buyers. They say, hey, we know it happens. As soon as I get the card, I'll, I'll shoot it right back to you so you can get it to the right person. Both people that way. We will reward both people for that, for their honesty and for their understanding. Um, but you, if you do that and they're cool enough to do that, please reward them for it. You know, yeah. that's a no brainer, you know, give them something when you send the right card to them. So hook them up, reward them for their honesty. Um, but you just, that's a bad mistake. Like that's, it's, that's not good. So the, the nightmare scenario is you send somebody that, that um, ordered a 90 cent, 99 cent card uh, a five hundred dollar card, and you send the person yeah. that ordered the five hundred dollar card the ninety nine cent card, and then you're just you're just hoping on hope that you you sent these cards to decent people. Right. So, um, the next question we have up, and then we'll catch up on some of these comments, is um, I need to buy some top loaders specifically for Chrome cards. What's the best size? And can I get some guidance on the appropriate top loaders for different cards? Yeah. So Josh, you sell this merchandise all the time. And I couldn't answer this question. I just, if it fits, then I'm just assuming it's the right size. But I'm sure I'm wrong about that. Well, yeah. So like um, your regular 35 points are like your paper cards. And your chromes, you just want to bump up to 55 points. So... That would be what I found. In fact, oh, I've got some right here. So here are 55 point. These these are the Vulcan brand. So that's so 55 point equals are your standard chrome cards, chromium yeah. cards. Yep, your standard Bowman chrome, tops chrome, anything that's kind of chrome, it's a little bit thicker. You can get those in a 35. We do it all the time, but yeah. they're just perfect in 55 points. So and then, then when you get to 75 points, that's like your super like your uh illusions card you know or, what i mean or origins or origins yeah. base cards those are our 75s then when you get to one 100s 130s and 180s that's like all your mem cards you get those really thin wood pieces those real thin jersey cards be, could fit in hundreds we sell the most 130 point that's your standard relic card and then when it's a big chunky patch with multiple colors and some stitching, you'll need a 180. But you just learn those things. And most people that buy a bunch of cards are always dabbling in all those different brands and types. Just never hurts to have a package of each one on hand. But for Chrome cards, 55 point all day. And and this is how dense I am. That's that's where they got the name for the website that you check for sales on eBay. 130. 130point.com. Yeah. So yeah, that's where they got the idea, I suppose. Yeah. So, um, why 130? That's that's a, a, a question I don't know, but sounds cool. Sounds cool. Um Jacob was saying in the pregame that he wishes that cardboard connection or Beckett or whoever puts out these checklists also puts out the thicknesses of the cards so that when you do break open some boxes you're prepared. I thought that was a great idea. So Jacob, we're expecting the email chain from you and cardboard connection to be posted online any day now. 
What if, hobby, um, what if hobby boxes included the right size top loaders inside the box for those cards? Oh, fanatics. If you're listening, yeah. number one, we'd love to be sponsored by you guys. And number two, that's a great idea as well. All right. Last Last question, um, and then I will. I promise I will catch up on some of these um, comments. <clears throat> what do I do after I'm th uh, with a master set after I've completed it? Josh, when's what's the last set? That's hilarious <laughs> that you've put together. It was 2018 Gypsy Queen Baseball. I put the oh, master God. set together. That was Otani's year. Um, I put the master set together. And then I sold it on eBay. I put all the cards in a really nice zippered binder all in order. And I upped the price a little bit because the binder was like 40 bucks. And I sold the whole thing on eBay years ago. I haven't put together a set since then. That was like, you know, under a year after we took the store over and I saw that product. That was the first Gypsy Queen product I'd seen. And uh, I fell in love with it. So I'm like, this would be because it's a, you know, what a. 300 card base set. And then it had like two, three different 20 card tarot cards, little, little side sets. So, yeah. That was, that was the only one I've ever done. And, uh, and I sold it on eBay. So I also did put the base 300 card set together after that as well. And I've kept that one. So it doesn't have, so the when they say, and, and this is from my knowledge. So when they say master set, that is the base set. And then the, the base set of all the inserts. Yeah. Yeah. So in that Gypsy Queen set, I'll probably never forget. It's the only one I've ever done. And it was the first one I did, but 300 base cards, 20 tarot cards, 20 fortune teller cards, and 20 high number cards, 301 through 320. Did you hope for these cards or did you bust got, open wax until you finished I it? busted enough and customers busted and donated the base cards I needed. And I put it together that way and chased down a few of the tarot cards from people opening stuff in the shop. For the high number short prints, there's only one per box. And so I had to go on eBay and pick off several of those to complete that. But wow, it was, it was fun. But I'm not a big set putter together guy, but I like that one because it was a task, but it wasn't daunting. It's awesome. Awesome. So what you're saying is you could put it together, throw it in a binder and then sell it. Uh, I've got a couple and I don't think they're master sets. It's just the base sets of some like top series one baseball and things like that. And I just throw them in a 600 count box. And what I do is uh, if I'm putting a set together, I'll take one of the boxes and I'll cut the artwork for the box mm. and cut yeah. that out and then put that on the cardboard box that I, that I put the set in. Yeah. I've seen so, that's a good idea. And so I'll do that. So hopefully that answers that question. Let me catch up a little bit on uh, some comments. Uh, let's see. Back to likability. Manziel was a man, or this is actually college, uh, and college quarterbacks that didn't pan out. Um, Definitely did handled. Yeah. The way I handled was I asked customers to send back and then hook them up. Absolutely. <laughs> it's Cobb. I learned that bar cards were 360 point. Learned it the hard way. I got to hear that story sometime. Um, JP put together the 21, uh, 2021 Mosaic football set. Loved that set. And then turned around and sold it for 400. Fantastic. Right. Uh, it's Cobb put together the full set of 2020 
on AEW cards since it was the first year. Um, Jacob, let us know if you're hanging on to that or uh, you're trying to flip that. Um, did base set one through 400, seven cards. I like to complete inserts like NBA slams, my house, and then frame it. They're fun to chase. Some of those are fun to chase down. You know, you're like, I only need the two left. And then when you yeah. got them, it's a sense of. Yeah, you're doing that with some of these uh, spellbound sets, right, Josh? Yeah, I put a lot of spellbound guys. You're looking for the certain letters. I've got Brady's name spelled out about eight or nine times. <laughs> Shocker. Josh, it's time for card from Ooh. Vault. So confession, my my card from the vault is from the store's vault. But it's also one of our tisk, tisk. But here's the good news. You can buy it if you want by just going on eBay and looking at it or coming into the shop because we keep it here. But uh, I wish you would have made it one more week. But the Burrow. Oh, wow. Burrow Kaboom. So this is on our eBay store. Is that going to is that going to make it to trade night? Uh. Yeah, well, if it doesn't sell before. Yeah, I, was about to say, I don't think that's going to make it the trade night. Yeah, normally there are kabooms don't make it too long, but this one's on the eBay page. Uh, you know, wink, wink. It's it's listed at a high price or best offer, so shoot a fair offer. We'll, or actually, if you like it and you're local, just come down to the store. We'll pull it off eBay and make a deal that way. But There you go. Yep. Love, love. You know me. I love kaboom. So that one came through, and it's, it's for sale, and I, I love showing those off. My card from the vault is the only card of this dude that I own. And it's a pretty one. A little stained glass of Patrick Mahomes. You know me. I love those stained glasses. Now, I wish it was not the 9 and the 10, but it's a little OC. Uh, that- and, these, and these stained glasses are tough, but glad to have it. This one, too, is available for sale. I don't know if this one's going to last until trade night either. So, is it on eBay? It is on eBay. So, look me up, Medium Records. Um, before we move on to uh, cards coming to the shop next week, let me catch up here. Um, Jacob is also going for the full wow color blast. That's quite a set to put together. Good luck with that. Lucky WWE cards aren't football priced, so that'll make it a little easier. But... And then Derek endorses the eBay page just for my chipper. <laughs> yeah, he bought a chipper mem card from the site. Thank you for the purchase. JP hit me up on Facebook, and I'll let you know about the mom's uh, card. So speaking of next week, I know we're going to talk about product coming, but remember, we're going to do next week on the podcast, we're going to, we're going to bring this card back up. This is that soul of the game white insert that no one's ever seen that belongs to one of our customers. That customer potentially will be on the podcast for a little bit with us, giving us a story of where that card came from. So a little teaser for next week's episode. Stay tuned. Fantastic. Um, all right, Josh, what's coming to the shop next week? Um, the ever popular Donruss football <laughs> hobby boxes, um, immaculate UFC, not a lot, but a little. Um, and then I think that was, oh, Fox Series 1, 2023. Have you seen the layout for that? I haven't. Nope. Looks I good. got my allocations, but I have not. It looks good. I'm excited. We got lots of it, so. 
uh, enough uh, for maybe a break? Definitely enough for a break if you're wanting to break it. <laughs> Those baseball products are a sorting nightmare, but I'll take the hit. I'll do a break. Lots of so, base cards. Absolutely. All right, Josh, um, it is t- time for a crazy stat of the week. Yep. What do you got for us? So, um, first one is trivia. Tom Brady has either a 500 record or a winning record against every NFL football team except for one. Oh, I saw this. I saw this. I saw this. Oh, you're going to cheat. No, 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 no. I saw this. But it was because it was Tom Brady, I didn't care. So I don't remember. Oh, well, (laughs) we'll change that here right now. (laughs) Who is it? If you had to guess a team, so 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 Jacob can buzz you. Is it um, AFC or NFC? You got to give me a shot here. Uh, Derek is wrong with the Saints. Jacob, let's hear it. Or whoever's got the. Uh... <laughs> right, sorry, Derek. A- AFC or NFC? Yes. Dolphins. Jacob, give me a buzzer. Nope, it's, wrong again. The carnage. Oh, the humanity. Dolphins, he's 24 and 12, so you were way off there. <laughs> who I would have maybe guessed, he's 6 and 1. He's only lost once against them because, you know, Super Bowls don't count, um, apparently. Um, and it's not a very good team. I remember seeing this, and it, you would be shocked, right? The worst shot says basketball. Jacob, give me a buzzer. <laughs> Uh, Panthers, let's see. Against the Panthers, he is – someone's going to Google this and answer it. So I saw this graph. Uh, Pan- Panthers, he's 7-4. and four. The Niners, he is 2-2. Two and two. The Jets. The, Je- the Jets are in this – he's 30-7 and seven against the Jets. Why I would told he- you it's not the Jets. That's what I said. It's not the Jets. All right. Well, obviously, I'm, I'm going to have to give it away. It's the winner of this year's Super Bowl, hopefully. The Kansas City Chiefs. What? Thank you. He's five and six career oh. against him. I'm assuming this is all regular seasons, of course. But. All right, Jacob, you're going to have to pull. Oh, oh, but I have, that's, that was my trivia. I do have a stat of the week. So um, I need to find it here and then. I knew he was going to do you know, this. this is I, probably, knew, I, probably, I knew he was going to do this. This is why I I, I had this. Nope, I've got it right here. Nope. Me ahead. and Mackie talked about this. I've seen it all over, all over everywhere. But you probably already know this. But this is just worth, since this is his retirement, we're probably not going to talk a whole lot about Tom Brady from now on. Uh, but three Hall of Fame careers in one career. I mean, that's mind-boggling. It used to be. You could divide his career in half and you'd have two separate. But just in his 20s, he'd have enough to be in the Hall of Fame. Just in his 30s, he'd have enough to be in the Hall of Fame. And just in his 40s, he'd have enough to be in the Hall of Fame. So three Super Bowls and 150 touchdowns in his 20s. Two Super Bowls, 309 touchdowns. And you're talking 40,000 yards in his 30s. And then two Super Bowls and almost 200 touchdowns since his 40s, literally three Super Bowl careers in one. That's 
I know, I know we're a little overboard with Brady here, but if you, you got to hate the guy, you still have to say that's pretty crazy. So a crazy stat. All right, Jacob, can you pull mine up and share it on the screen? Cause I, I thought this was cool and it, it may, um, precipitate my, um, a new PC for me. And it's a computer. Oh, I, I'm going to have to share my screen. So let me pull this up, share screen. So where are the crickets for me? All right. <laughs> so I don't know if you can see this, but let me zoom in. Most career MLB home, uh, home runs by the first letter of first name. So that does that go through the whole alphabet? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to start collecting Zach Wheat cards. Because I just think it's cool. He's got more home runs than anybody's whose names start with a Z in MLB history. Yes. What about about UL Washington? (laughs) Yes, I'm gonna cat. I'm gonna look for a UL Washington rookie patch auto. That would be a fun game to play. Like having this list and saying, "All right, who starts with an M?" Yeah. The most home runs. And, you know, you'd probably guess McGuire, but yeah, McGuire. that would be fun because you're going to get to the P's. Paul Canerco. I mean, that's. How about Quilvio Veras? Quilvio Veras. He's only got 32 home runs, the 32. leader of the Q's. <laughs> I just thought this was super interesting. Uh, certainly some Hall of Famers on here. Um, you know, uh, I. <laughs> Shocks me a little bit that Pudge only has 311 home runs. Thought he'd have more than that. Yeah. Um, but I just thought this was cool. And uh, yeah. if anybody has some Zach Wheat cards out there, I'd be willing to take some off your hands. So. Here's what's kind of crazy, though. Ernie Banks and Eddie Matthews, both the E's, have the yeah, exact same. Exactly. Yes. Yes, I saw that, too. Tracy. Uh, yeah, it's very, crazy. very crazy as far as stats go. Josh, uh, any parting shots, any words of wisdom for those of you guys have stuck around? And if you have stuck around this long, please hit you the like. Yeah, you have. Like, subscribe, review. Let us know what we're doing well and what we're doing not so well. And we'll try to improve things. Josh, take yeah. us on out. You know, parting shot. So tomorrow, XR, the break that just filled during this We'll put, we'll break probably like noonish tomorrow. So if you're in that one, that's when that'll break. Um, trade night, the 18th at Woodhaven Baptist. It's literally three minutes from the shop. So super convenient. Let me know if you want a $10 table. Um, and other than that, just come support the shop and see us. Thanks right. for tuning in. Thanks, Josh. Yep. See you guys. See you next time. Bye. Peace.